Are you tired of all the voices who say, focus on the bottom line numbers? Say whatever you have to, just close the sale. Just get the credit card. It doesn't matter what you deliver. You will never build a successful business until you grow a pair and stop caring so much. Here, we respectfully disagree. We give you permission to embrace who you are, how much you care, and encourage you to design a business that works for you and your clients. Welcome to The Art of Giving a Damn, the podcast that proves with every single episode that you can create a profitable business doing what you're passionate about and making a positive difference in the world. Now, here's your host, Michelle Schaefer. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. My guest today is Wolf Castillo. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to, to dive into the conversation and find out more about what you're up to. You've got a really unique project and method that you are getting out there. So by way of introduction, uh, when you were 22, you graduated from the University of Central Florida with a degree in education and psychology with a 3.98 GPA. Congratulations, by the way. While holding down four jobs, we definitely got to talk about balance and juggling in a minute. You also graduated with no student loan debt and paid for your first car in cash. So you've taken a slightly different path than most people in your generation to getting education and getting kind of started in the adult world. At 23, you started your own business as a youth life skills and mindset coach, and you're on a mission to be the leader of the next generation of leaders to empower the young people in your generation to design, create, and manifest the life of their dreams. So first, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be on here, and I'm uh, looking forward to what we, uh, what we create. Yeah, so let's start with, with the education and, and all of that. Um, four jobs while in college is challenging. That, that's hard to even imagine. So um, walk us through kind of where you've been and what led to you deciding to create the business that you have. Sure. So uh, for starters, I'll say that four jobs is it's not only not ideal, it's like the opposite side of the spectrum, which is like less than ideal. Yeah. Um, so basically what that looked like was space 60 to 70 hours a week between school and work every single week for a good majority of that time, which, you know, in, in, in the, in the wording of things, people look at like, oh, you graduated with this and you did this, you paid for your car. And it's like, all oh, that sounds so great. And, uh, you know, what people didn't know was that behind the scenes, I was struggling severely with depression and anxiety and uh, a true lack of seemingly direction from what I was actually wanting to create. So I was doing the schooling aspect and I was doing the jobs and everything because that was what I was supposed to do. You go to school, you get good grades, you get a good job, right? That's the model. That's what we're all told the secret is. Yes, the secret sauce, which we've proven over and over that it's just not, that's not really the reality. So inside of that, you know, I got to a point where I was, again, severely depressed and things of that nature. And and I I basically had a lot of questions, as one does, you know, when uh, you do everything that was prescribed to you and it's just not working. So. I got so low that I started seeking seeking other options, which was mentors and reading books and going down this huge path of really learning about who I am, who I truly am in my essence, which then led to me realizing that there's a massive gap here, like this transitioning from youth into adulthood. And 
the things that we are being taught in school, some of them necessary, a lot of them not. Uh, there's this, I mean, basic things like, you know, how to budget money, the, 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 the cost of a dollar and, you know, like simple skills like communication and understanding the psychology of our brains and the anatomy. Like we don't know anything about ourselves by the time we graduate, but we know a lot about a lot of things that really won't matter ever again. That is incredibly true. That's, that's, I think, uh, one of the biggest hot topics right now around the next generation around education is what do we do Mm -hmm. about that? How do you fix things for people who we have been told and we've told, you know, younger generations say, this is the path. You go to school, you go to college, you get your degree, you get a great job. Only you go to school, you end up stressed out. You end up with huge student loan debt and sometimes working at McDonald's. Um, You know, it's, it's not a path that is actually working for everybody. So, you know, what took you from, graduation to deciding to go into coaching as as a youth life skills coach sure so like i said part of it was seeing the gap it it was actually originally thrust into the role it wasn't as that title but a mentor of mine who was originally my psychology professor uh, dr sean jennings brilliant brilliant man knew that i had this aspiration of inspiring youth and uh really looked to me and and admired me as somebody who was, who would just go and would get things done, whatever it was that I committed to, I would go and I'd see it through. So he actually basically gave me my first client through someone who was his client. And then that later, yeah, it worked out really nicely. Uh, But that later led to uh, doing again, continuing the personal development work, which actually led to me stumbling across my now coaching group that I've been inside of, which is the Uh red elephant. And they've basically taken me from like concept idea to, full-fledged business and learning the ins and outs of sales marketing and the legal aspects, like really hammering every single piece down. Gotcha. And that that is, again, some of those skills are definitely not things we learn in a traditional education. Um, There are pieces that you, there is no better way to learn them by finding a mentor, by finding somebody who's been there that can guide you through those pieces for sure. Yep. Well, talk to me about your method, because I know you've got something called the wolf method that you use to help young people figure out, like, what do you do? What direction do you go in life? So talk to me about that particular system, how you came up with it, uh, because it's a very unique approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the... The wolf process, which actually then obviously became its own acronym, was the first piece of what I basically created this this idea of a journey. So that's why the entire uh, movement that we're creating is called Follow the Wolf. It's about following the wolf's journey, about going from unempowered, distressed, depressed, struggling without direction to empowered and joyful and happy and purpose-driven and you know, definitely in the context in general of just living our best lives. So it ended up becoming a process. And what I realized is that, you know, we all to some degree have some kind of aspiration or goal. And it doesn't matter where it it lands on the spectrum in terms of, I want to go and change the world, or I just... I just want to, you know, improve my health. I want to, you know, sometimes we say, oh, I want to lose five pounds. But if we were really get to the core of it, it usually goes a little deeper. So we we start off by figuring out, well, where is it that you'd like to go? Like I kind of proposed that question, where do you want to go on your wolf's journey, so to speak? And, you know, usually come with it, you know, whether it's your health or your finances or business, we have something. 
So from there, we head to W, which is uh, Y. And this is something that I had actually kind of, I had originally stumbled across the Y from Simon Sinek's work. I love, love, love Simon Sinek's work. Uh, and what I started to realize is that the Y isn't something that is inherently, um, it's not this like out there abstract thing. Like I do believe to some degree that this is something that we have carried inside of us. And the, the why is about finding that thing within us that continues to drive us forward. So when we say, Oh, I want to lose five pounds. Okay. Well, why do you want to lose five pounds? Right. And then you start to, then you start to get real with people, right? Like you start to get answers such as, well, what I really, the reason why I really want to is because I know that my health isn't where it's at and I want to see my kids graduate yeah. or, for a child, you know, who has the aspirations of, you know, pursuing, maybe it's doing work with the homeless or, or they, you know, maybe, maybe they haven't gotten to that point, but maybe they say, oh, you know, I want to have an impact in the world. Why? Well, because I look around, I see a lot of people who are homeless and like that, like it pains me. So I think that when we can create an anchor of what is really, truly purposely driving us forward, we can then start to have inspired action versus uninspired and without direction. Yeah. I love that. you. I love that you start with that piece of it because I think too many programs and processes skip that. They just like, what's your goal? Okay, let's go for it. And if you don't know what that, why really is on a deep level, then the times when it gets frustrating, because it's not always easy going after your goal. Mostly not. Yeah. It takes, it takes energy. It takes effort. But if you know that, why, Yep. That's what pulls you through it. So that's, that's a great place to start. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that it, it really, it can't be under, understated, you know, how invaluable, invaluable it is to be able to have that grounding, you know, so to speak, philosophy or value. So then from there, I know where I want to go. I, I really deeply know why. Now the next piece is it's about owning it. And what that looks like, and it can be a little – a little like seemingly similar to why, but the distinction in owning it is this. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody, and people want to tell you their opinions too. Everyone's got this idea of how they believe the world is and how it should be and everything yeah. like that. So when we create these goals or these aspirations or these dreams or these visions, and we have this deep rooted why into us, the first thing that's going to happen that what we're rather, what should happen is we start to tell people. And we enroll other people in our vision, but what's going to happen is the naysayers will chime in. They are, they are going to have an opinion. They're going to want to tear you down. They're going to want to come up with reasons, excuses, and obstacles as to why that can't be. Right. Owning it is really about stepping into the knowingness that this is going to be hard. Right. This is going to be challenging and I will be challenged. And, I, I'm going to own that for, you know, a kid, for example, if, if their, if their goal is to have, you know, relationships with friends around them, say someone in high school feeling very left out and their goal is to have meaningful relationships and why is because they felt so disconnected and they just want to be able to feel that heartfelt connection. Owning it is saying that I'm going to do whatever it takes, even if that means cutting off people that aren't serving me anymore. And that's hard. So it's about really committing to that decision. Yeah. Okay. Which actually naturally leads us into L, you said commitment, which is leap, or as I like to call the leap of faith. 
That, that's the scary part. <laughs> that's the scary part, right? So what this, what this looks like in reality is, is that commitment. So I've owned it for myself, mm-hmm. which I think is more of an internal, uh, mm-hmm. go from the why, which is again, like that is why I'm doing and I'm owning it. So this is something for me, the leap of faith is now the, I'm going to commit. This is how it looks out into the world. Gotcha. And I, and I'm going to take, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to create the measured action. I'm going to do all of those things that it, that is going to propel me in the direction of my goal and aspiration. Right. Which naturally leads into F, which is feed the wolf. Mm. This is the action because here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. If the wolf has a goal, right? Let's just say on a survival level, it's a goal is to, and it doesn't think it's to itself, but it knows that survival aspect I need to, you need to eat. Uh-huh. And the reason why I need to eat is because if I don't eat, I'll die. Now, maybe they're not thinking this, but they know on a, on a survival level, that's what it takes. They commit, they go and they do the things, but you have to feed the wolf or so to speak. You have to feed your dreams, your visions. If you're not taking those actions, it'll starve. And if you starve, well, guess what? You can't do the world or yourself any justice if you're starving or stuck or broken down. That makes absolute sense. And this is the most important piece because this is where most people get stuck is, well, I don't know how to, well, the how comes after like the actual in, in like in the how, in terms of like the methodical planning and things like that, which naturally occurs as a result of like the work that I do and the content that I'm developing. But the, the feeding is the, the, I'm now committed and I'm going to take an action. And maybe it's starting with a simple action, mm-hmm. which is sometimes the scariest going and telling three to five people that you hold near and dear. It is amazing how that action right there makes such a big difference in whether you actually go anywhere towards goals. <laughs> There's something about having to tell other people and having other people know and aware of it that makes a big difference. It does. I mean, wouldn't you say that, you know, for example, I think that some of, uh, I'm, I myself included, you know, if I put something in my calendar, say, uh, go exercise at this time, it's going to take a certain level of will on my piece to get there. But if I commit to being there with somebody else or a group of people, right. now there's something inside of me that is even more compelled than if it was on my own, because now it's like an expectation of I could be letting these people down yeah. or I'm not living up to my word, which is out of alignment with my integrity. Right. You know, it's, it's funny because I remember the first time a coach told me to go put together a sales page for mm-hmm. a workshop, a program that I had been wanting to run. I had literally been talking about it for more than a year and I had not put it together yet. And he's like, go put together the sales page and invite people to it. It's like, I can't do that. I'm not ready. And as soon as the first person, I, I followed the, the instructions and listened to my coach. As soon as the yeah. first person signed up for that, you better believe I got the content done. Because there was somebody expecting it at that point. There was a little bit of accountability around having it done. So that's, that's a really important piece for a lot of us. If, if we're struggling with procrastination, that's one of the best ways to force yourself to move forward with the things that we say we want and the, the goals that we set. If it's just in my own calendar, it's easy to move it by a day or a week or yeah. Yeah. Well, for people who are listening and thinking, okay, yeah, I understand the, the figuring out the why, the figuring out these different pieces, committing to it. 
How do you advise people to pick those people that you share your goals with? Because, I mean, you mentioned a minute ago, when we like publicly commit, we get the naysayers and we get the people who don't support us and who make us question um, what we're doing. I know everybody has dealt with that. So what advice do you give clients when you're saying, okay, it's time to make this real and share it with people? Um, well, the, the, the most in, in your face answer is to, is to, again, when we come back to own it, it's about getting over ourself, meaning it's, it's, it's time to, as I, as I I had a buddy tell me one time, it's time to be okay with getting punched in the face, meaning from a philosophical standpoint of Mm -hmm. sometimes the fear of getting hit in the face is far worse than actually getting hit in the face. Because once you get hit in the face, you realize, okay, got it. I'm still alive. I'm still yeah. here. And now, and here's the thing, I, this philosophy of we can, we, we die a thousand times before we actually die because we die in the fear of something versus in the actual living of that thing. That's something to think about. So, and, and I'm, I've done this, I've done this a million times, right? I should have done this thing. What if I had done that? What if I had asked that girl out? What if I had made that call for that sale? Because, you know, you can get into the what if, what if, but that in itself is dying a thousand deaths. It's dead before it can even have its its life span, so to speak. So for somebody who's wanting to take that on, look, I'm, I want to pre-warn you that it is going to hurt to some degree. It's probably going to hurt and it's probably going to suck, but it'll be way worth it than the what if, if you hadn't done that in the first place. So it, you know, maybe it starts with a couple people that you know, love and trust, like your family and your friends. But one of the things that was hard for me, but I did it, was going public. And that fear of persecution or not being accepted or not being enough, a lot of us have that deeply embedded, whether we realize it or not, not feeling enough. Yeah. It's being our true authentic vulnerable self is can be terrifying but just like with any exercise or any workout ever you build a muscle you build a habit and you actually really start get to the core you start to get to the core of who you are and my belief and you start to repel the Mm. people who are in alignment with you and to attract more of the people who are in alignment with you because ultimately this is just the world that we live in there is a polarity there is going to always be naysayers unless of course you just don't have a standard commitment then guess what you just your voice won't be seen heard or felt and that too is okay if that's how you want to go about it but if you have a commitment you have something that you want to get out of life it's going to take uh of naysayers and the biggest one's going to be up here i've decided to not follow the traditional path of graduate college get a get a secure job somewhere in a corporation and and you know work in a cubicle what was people's reactions when you shared with them that instead of following that typical path, you're going to start your own business and help other people in your generation figure out what they're here to do and, and set their goals and, and go after them? So here's the thing. What I, what I want to get across as I come more and more into my mission is, is I'm not trying to, so to speak, like bastardize the idea of schooling and formal education and things like that, because I think that it has its place, right? If you want to be a neurosurgeon, you are going to go, yeah, I don't want you trying to fix my brain without getting a proper functional degree. Absolutely. I think what I'm going to say though is, and this is, I've listened to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk's work and I just Mm -hmm. I'm in love with everything that he puts out and something that he got me present to is the idea and concept that are you doing it for you are you doing it for somebody else are you doing it to make your parents happy or to please them uh, consciously or unconsciously are you afraid of being persecuted are you afraid that they'll withdraw money and that you'll be on your own or whatever it is are you truly pursuing that neurosurgeon degree because you have 
you know, this commitment, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's, you know, just you really fascinated by the brain or you had somebody who you knew who was around you who passed away because mm-hmm. of something neurologically related and that compels you to move forward. Or are you doing it because you're chasing money? Mm. Are you doing it because you're chasing a title? Right. Are you doing it because it seems like it's the right thing to do? Are you shooting? Are you shooting all over yourself? That's something I heard someone say to me. Yeah. Are you shooting all over yourself? You should do this. You should do that. Right. So for me, it, it, in my truest expression, I, I could see myself being that person who is asking people to question everything that they've been told and then getting to the core of what they want. Maybe that looks like going and taking a year where they are maybe – apprenticing somebody or traveling or going and seeing things outside of their own myopic view of the world so they can start to get a better grasp of how they can be themselves and contribute versus contributing because somebody told them that they should in this specific way. So it's about getting very aware of that. And if you go and get a formal education, you know why you're doing it. And all of that money and time and effort is well-founded. This is what life looks like, right? You have a goal, have a perfect podcast, and then and now you have to learn how to pivot and maneuver. This is life. This is exactly how life works. Yes. You know, usually I edit that out, but we might leave that in. (laughs) That's a great analogy because it is true. You know, you can set the goals. You can have the best why and really be in tune with it. And life is still going to throw stuff at you, which is actually a great question. So when you're working with clients and that happens and they start to question, like, can I really do this? Is is this like all going to collapse? What advice do you give them? Embrace and love the hell out of that. And and what what I mean is this. I found that for a long time I was resisting a lot of the things that were in my human experience, meaning whether it was negative thoughts or things that were, so to speak, limiting or hindering my potential. Because what happens is we get into, if we imagine it's being like ground level, we get to this routine or these patterns and it becomes very comfortable. And when you aspire in some way, it requires you by default. There is no way around it. It requires massive amount of effort and work, and it requires being uncomfortable because that foundation, you know, you can, you know, foundationally create comfortability, but outside of that, climbing up higher and higher, you look down, it is scary. That's just, that's just what it's going to be like. But if we can embrace it and not make wrong, like not make wrong the thoughts in our head or, or our own limiting beliefs or to make wrong of the people who are talking to us, but to have compassion. If my head says, I'm not good enough, how, who am I? Then I say, I, I hear that. I hold space for that. And in light of that, and thank you, because I get that in, in some default weird way, you know, you're trying to preserve the, the self. But my, again, my commitment is to empowering youth. Or if it's someone out there saying, you can't do it, what I and you might have an initial physiological trigger reaction to it, but if I'm truly being myself, I say, ah, you probably have some dream or aspiration. Someone told you so, you know. So by default, you tell me no, and I have compassion and empathy for that. And thank you so much for caring about me. That is a great way to flip that around. I, I've never heard anybody explain our approach quite that way. That that's that is really a great way to allow those thoughts, but still be empowered by it. 
everything should have I, I just think that and I've gone down this path I think that we should be holding space for the spectrum because I am an extremely positive person who likes to keep everything in perspective to the point where I did it to a fault and I was unconsciously avoiding feeling bad. I was unconsciously pushing away those mal feelings that I interpreted as being inferior. But all that does is make that silent whisper turn into a shout that looks like depression, that looks like anxiety, that looks like a lack of fulfillment versus you're here. Thanks for being here. I welcome you. And I am going to choose to follow a slightly different perspective. Thank you for your input. Really something to, to think about, like how can we take that and apply that? Cause I think that's, that's a different approach that might just work better for not just, but a lot of people listening to think about it that way when opposition in a sense presents to whatever it is we're going after. I like that approach. So um, as we kind of wrap up here, tell us where people can go to find out more about, about you, about what you do, and connect with you. Yeah, so I would say all the links, but that's actually why I gave you one specific link to put yes. into the chat, which is it's a Linktree link, which will give you access to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, the okay. website, uh, all in one lovely location. So I'm not having to tell you at here and at here and at here. <laughs> So to follow the wolf, that's the movement, follow the wolf, the wolf's journey, um, and, you know, stay, stay tuned for what's happening because uh, a podcast is going to be rolling out in the next six months to a year, follow the wolf and things like that. Um, but the biggest thing that's happening is in two weeks, I am traveling around the country for five to six months. My intention is to go and speak with and interact with as many people as possible. I'll be living out of a camper trailer pull behind thing and, spreading the idea, spreading the message, connecting with people and just finding every opportunity I can to bring value. That is awesome. So we will put the link somewhere near you watching or listening to this episode that you can uh, follow along on that journey around the country and uh, on the movement that's being created here. Thank you so much for taking time to come on the show today. I appreciate you sharing what you're up to, your perspective, and uh, a system that might just help people look at things a little bit differently when it comes to achieving their goals in life. Absolutely. And also for anybody who's listening who was inspired or liked that idea of the wolf process and things like that, I have created a freebie that basically goes more in depth to that process. That is available to them if they want that. That'll also be in the links, but that'll be Perfect. emailing uh, Wolf Castillo FTW, which stands for follow the wolf at gmail.com, and I can send you that template. All right. We will put those details in the show notes as well. I'm definitely going to have to shoot you an email for that because I'm curious to find out more about the system that you've put together. All right. Thank you all for tuning in today, listening to this episode. Be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you are watching or listening at and catch us back again soon for another episode. Thank you all. All Thank you.